0: Show With thanks to Next Level Golf. Visit www.nextlevelgolf.com.au and take your game to the next level. You are in the golf show on this October 1 on your Saturday morning. Now, we've had a few technical issues. Can't dial out, unfortunately, on all phones in all studios at 1FM 98.5 Live and Local. If our technician Adam Watkins happens to be listening, can't do that in any studio currently so sending the sos out there but i have got dave roberts via my mobile on loudspeaker so i'm hoping this works dave
1: we can only hope it works mark you're doing very very well at a time when things aren't going very well for you
0: well we'll have to wait and see how this goes i'll just pump up the volume a little bit and just see if we can get you loud and clear so what i might do dave is firstly ask you how your week was
1: my week was absolutely terrible, if I can say that. Do you, are, we, are we allowed to start the show with a big moan about the week? Yeah, go for it. Uh, well, after well nearly twelve months of preparation and especially for more intense preparation over the last month, we had the big country teams event for Shepherd, Maroopa and Hilltop on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and what happened? Monday and Tuesday, it poured with rain and the event got, <clears throat> got washed out and declared a, a non-event. I'll probably talk about that a bit more uh, later, later in the show. So that was a bit shattering to, um, to admit. And I got home on uh, wed- late Wednesday afternoon after packing up from all the thing. I felt absolutely terrible. <clears throat> and you can probably still hear now and wednesday early evening late afternoon i tested positive for covid so i don't think my worst week could have got much worse than the one i've had this week in regards to golf
0: yeah that's so good david how are you battling with the covid currently
1: uh, i feel i feel a bit better today than i have for the last few days i think it's um I'm coming good, but I apologise to you and I apologise to any listeners out there for, for my voice and if I've got to stop every now and then for a, for a drink of water. No, that,
0: that's okay, Dave. You just battle through and do what you need to do. That's all good.
1: We're, we're getting there, but yeah, it's been a very... Oh, well, it's been a tough, frustrating week, to tell you the truth.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, Now, do you have to isolate still at the moment? I think you do, don't you? Yeah,
1: we have to isolate for five days. Yeah. So... Time's up today or tomorrow, uh, but you won't, once the fourteenth of October comes, you don't have
0: to. Isolate. Yeah, I believe so. Yes. Yeah. So uh,
1: the things seem to be working. Will I? Will I just go ahead? Yeah.
0: It looks. It looks like it's coming through. How uh, system okay? So I don't know what it's sounding like, but uh, according to me, you're sounding okay. Anyway. Right. I'll
1: give a Yeah. I'll give a Yell out to Bev. <laughs> is, it, is it coming through the radio? Okay. So, yeah, but. Um, right, I'll, I'll just I'll just go on, Mark, and, and see what happens. Give me a yell if we've got problems.
0: Right, eh, mate, I'll just you just go for it. The floor's yours.
1: Okay, thank you. Uh, go back to last week. I think the big chat last week was about the Presidents Cup, and USA were miles in front. They were eight-two up this time uh, last week, and all the talk was they were going to set a record. But then the internationals made a really uh, a big effort really came back well on day three and day four, uh, but the USA ended up winning 11-7. So, um, yeah, not not as bad as what everyone thought it was going to be. Uh, their ninth win in a row. <clears throat> so that's um, yeah, it's a bit becoming a bit like the America's Cup yachting race used to be before was about 1982 when the Aussies finally burst the bubble of the the America's Cup. This is what the President's Cup becoming. USA are just becoming so very, very hard to defeat. Uh, Perhaps one of the highlights was Siwoo Kim from Korea actually defeated Justin Thomas, which no one uh, had picked. But the Aussies, Adam Scott and and Cam Davis, didn't do so well in the international team. So anyway, President's Cup's over for... uh, for this series, but the um, the big one that I really like is the Alfred Dunhill Lynx Championships on in Scotland at the moment. And this is a an event that's part of the European Tour and it's just a little bit different or a lot different than a lot of the other uh, tournaments. It's played at three Lynx courses, the old course at St Andrews, Carnoustie, and King's Barn, they're not terribly long courses. They're all under 7,000 metres, uh, which is short by many major events. But they are links. And, and I think last night really proved, uh, it proved that point. And the other interesting thing I like, this is that the leaderboard is there, but they haven't all played the same course. So with the three courses being played each day, they just put the leaderboard up and after day one... Romain Lanesque, who is a Frenchman, he equaled the course record at St Andrews with a 61. So, incredible score. He was on uh, minus 11, I think, there. Rory McElroy, I get the star of the show, he played at Canoosti at a minus four. Um, and Jeff Ogilvy from Australia was doing well. He was minus six, tied for a left. And then last night, wow, the. <laughs> they had the usual Scottish weather come um, charging in. The organisers made a decision that they were going to a multi-two or a shotgun start that we used to call it uh, to try and get all the players out at once in before the worst weather came, but they um, they absolutely copped it. <laughs> that poor guy, um, the, the initial, initial leader, Remain, Lanesque from France, he went from a minus 11 on day one to shoot a plus eight on day two. So there's, a, what's that, a 19-shot turnaround? I think a lot of us uh, normal club golfers can relate to something like that. So he's gone from leader to now he's tied on uh, tied on 18th. Uh, Richard Mansell from England was only one of the two golfers to shoot under par on on day two, uh, he's leading now on, on minus 10. Uh, I think Ogilvy's dropped to 29th from 11, and um, McElroy's certainly dropped down the list as well. He had a plus, I think a plus three, or plus four overnight. But the other interesting thing, Ryan Fox from New Zealand. Um, he actually... Um, is now on minus four to be um, tied for 10th. So he's the sort of best local doing it. But the other thing, and I haven't followed all this because I'm not too sure how it works properly, they also have involved with this Dunhill Lynx Championship. They have a teams or a pairs event where the the pros are are teamed up with uh, amateurs, celebrities they bring from around the world. There's entertainers, there's cricketers, Um, Kelly Slater, the great surfers, they're playing, um, a few comedians, um, so that's interesting, but I haven't checked who's, who's going on that on that team's events, so, but that adds another massive event, uh, part to the Alfred Lynx Championship. And anyone keen golfers out there who are keen at following events, this is a, a really good one to, to follow. It's got a bit of difference. It's not all the same place, and they'll get down. They'll play again tonight our time, and then... The final round, they'll get it down. They've all played the three courses after three rounds, and then the fourth round will be played at, uh, at the old course at St Andrews. So, a great event. Get in to watch it. The other interesting thing on the international scene that's really hit a bit of the airways this week, and it involves changes to golf rules that took place in 2019 which a lot of people still haven't grasped. We had a bit of a <coughs> go at it at a hilltop a few weeks ago of accidentally moving the ball on the putting green and it's no longer a penalty. And there was a, a European player, Thomas Peters, playing in the French Open. Um, he stalled on his putt. <laughs> he only had about a 40-foot putt and he only, only moved it about a metre or so. Um... And it was deemed to be accidental, and no penalty. So, I replaced the ball and played it again. So, that's an interesting one for people interested in the rules. If I go locally to my massive disappointment, the um, the country teams event, that Monday we sort of started off a well. All players were assembled at Shepherd and at Maroopna and at Hilltop <coughs> Monday morning. Got away uh, very well. They got through. Uh, our locals, the Gob and Murray men, uh, were playing Peninsula, which were thought would be one of the uh, one of the top teams, one of the hard teams to beat. The women actually had a bye Monday morning, so they were lucky. The men got a bit damp, rain, off and on showers, uh, but. Yeah, managed to win, which was a great effort. Matty Miller on his home course uh, had a 3-1 win. Uh, Nick Luddington went down. He had a loss. He was first out. Jerry, Jeremy Rath got a square after a seesaw match. Chris Tomlinson, um, our district champion, looking good, came home. Uh, great shot, great drive, great shot into the 18th to win two up. Andrew Storer was in front, struggled a bit towards the end and he hadn't been well, hung in there and he got a a square. Team captain, Brett Callow, usual lead by example performance, really accurate game, had a 4-3 win. And our number one player, Carla Bobolina, had a real tussle all day with the top Peninsula player and they, they squared their round, so... When you worked it all out, um, the Golden Murray team got four and a half points to, to Peninsula's two and a half. So that was a great way to win, a great way to start the event. Then in the afternoon at Hilltop, all oh, hell broke loose. The rain just um, went a- absolutely everywhere. And the, uh, the afternoon event there was uh, cancelled. Couldn't, couldn't play. The course became unplayable. The greens were running with water. And the strange thing is that they didn't get anywhere near the intensity of rain at Marootna and Shepherd. And so they were able to get through divisions two and division three were able to play um, their rounds there on Tuesday afternoon, which was helped, but then on Monday afternoon, sorry, then Tuesday <coughs> tee off time was seven thirty at all the courses and bingo. the rain just started to come down by about 10 to 10. All the players were called in. You just couldn't continue. The rain was so hard. The greens were just becoming awash with water. The trouble is the soil is so damp, you just need a little bit of rain and it tops it up. Um, So extremely disappointing. The players had to be called in. Tuesday's event then had to be called. All the competitions scheduled for Tuesday, had to be called off. Massive decision for the poor. Um, Golf Australia's Dylan Ra- Grandel, who was leading it. Um, Mr. Grandell, if you're listening up there at your murky, your son did an absolute fantastic job trying to mani- manage this event. Had to make the decision. It was just called off, but it couldn't be an event. Couldn't really go through and, and get any decision. <clears throat> so a few of the teams went home and a few stuck around. <laughs> really uh, funny thing at Maruka, the our women's team was was meant to play and just got started on uh, Tuesday morning, then got called in, and I've, I've got a photo on the website. The, uh, our team captain, Kim Morris, tried to teach a few of the others how to play poker. So they sat around the table playing poker. They didn't have any money, so they ripped up a a cardboard box, a muesli, muesli bar box, they ripped that into proportions and each little bit of cardboard represented $1,000, I think. So, um, anyway, the rain whacked us around. Very, very disappointing. <coughs> but I guess the, the, quote, the quote of the week came from Julie Daniel from Numerka, one of the members of our, our women's teams. She said, I've been involved in two washouts. I've played a total of seven holes in two days, and I've won six of them. So that was a great effort, Julie. And her caddy, Margot McGarr, was very quick to comment, My great caddying character. So um, well done, girls. Look, Big thank you to the guys. Big thank you to the women who, uh, who, who played in our two teams. Real pity that it got washed out. Wednesday morning was... Um, managed to be able to get on the Shep course, the Shep course took the reign extremely well congratulations Bill Daunt and your your crew over there for the way you've managed that course Um, and they decided uh, our women's team and the Peninsula team decided to play a four ball match play against one another rather than individual and the same thing for the um, Ballarat district team and our men's team, they decided to play a um, a four-ball match play and had, had, had a bit of fun with that and then had a bit of a discussion about a four-ball might be a good thing to include in, in the competition anyway. So that'll get part of the discussion and the review. But, yeah, massive disappointment for those of us that have been involved in the organisation. Big thank you to Hilltop, Marupna, and Shepparton for efforts under extreme conditions and especially to uh, the catering staff The the club staff who who volunteered to try and help to feed uh, 124 people in a very short period of time. Great effort, very, very, very proud of everything that everyone's done. So thank you one and all for our efforts and uh, next year, the event, we go to West Gippsland. I'd better quickly get into a round of traps. the Golden Valley Men's Vets, they played at New Monday the 26th of September, <clears throat> the first round of their um, championship. A bit disappointed in the field, they only had 63. Uh, they got through, and um, there were some excellent scores. The A grade winner was Ron Smith of New Ronnie always, there you go, he's always, and he's come back and belted the vets. Now, you're a bad man, Ron. Uh, he had a 71 net. B, B grade winner was Daryl Sheridan 69. Now wait for this. the C grade winner Bill Murphy from Marutna had a score of a 60 net. Unbelievable. And, <laughs> and to just put it in context, Sid Ruffsedge from Namurka was his next was the runner-up and he had 73. So Bill Murphy won by 13 shots in C grade. Well done. Uh, Bill also gave a report of the team, the GV's team went to store for the Victorian Vets Championship and his report was that we didn't finish last. Uh, The Vets go to Marootna on the 17th of October, uh, second round of the championship, and then I think it's Hilltop on the 7th of November. So... um, well, well done to the vets, and, and let's hope that everything dries out pretty well to, to get the things going. Uh same, that's pretty similar. New <coughs> Mirka hoping to dry out, although I'm really... I haven't had reports from uh, your Mirka since Tuesday afternoon. They copped 27 millimetres of rain in a very, very short time, so I hope your course is OK today. <coughs> uh, Mark Haggerty and Brett Wilds plus six to win a four-ball there last week. The women, rain stayed away long enough for them to play on Wednesday or they couldn't play on the previous Saturday. <clears throat> Loris Ashton came to a terrific, almost a dry day score of 34 points. Uh, Saturday's four-ball event on grand final day, Julie Daniel and Margot McGrath may have been a tad lucky to win with plus four. So there you go again. Those two, Julie had a good week. Margot McGrath. And Margot told me she carried Julie all the course all day. So well done. Good win with plus four. Uh, Marutna last Saturday. Steve Nioa. Good on you, Steve. The captain. Good to see the captain having a win. 35 points. Andrew Metcalf. Best in Division 2 with 37. And John Bartlett won Division 3 with 33 points. Karen Harbrail won the women's event with 37 points. On Sunday, Harrison Baker won with 39 points. Tuesday, Chula Lufo won with 31 points. No golf on Wednesday. uh, Thursday for the Queen's... Um, Memorial Day, they played. that had 64 players. Michael Hanley and Andrew Metcalf won with 67. And on Friday, a two-person Ambrose, Andrew and Bo Metcalf. Bo's one of the juniors we took to uh, to Bendigo a few weeks ago. So good luck. Father and son combination had a win there. Valley View, they played their event main event on Friday. Uh so that everyone could stay home or they could go to Melbourne to watch the, the grand final. Uh, and one man that pleased with that call, Rod Breen. Excellent round of 40 Stableford points to have a two-shot win over Kevin Bruley in A-grade. B-grade Rory Kerr was best with 35 points. And Sharon Harrison surprised to find herself in the winner's trophy with 28 points gee huh? you've done well to win a vet with 28 points Pooch McHale won A grade on Tuesday with 36 and John Burrows B grade with uh, 32 points uh, do I keep going Mark or are we going to run out of time?
0: Well, you can keep going Dave for the moment yeah What, okay. what have you got left women,
1: women Stroke Monthly Medal, sponsored by Drummond Golf and Newton's Parcel Service and the part of the Silver Spoon. Die Day had the best score of the day, uh, which won her the Silver Spoon, B Grade event, and the Monthly Medal. So Di is qualified with the Silver Spoon to go off to play in the state final in Melbourne at a later date. There will be a lot of women's um, clubs around the area that will be doing that right now. Heather Long recorded the best scratch score in 91. Judy Baker won A grade with 74. And a big thank you to all the people who've done some work for preparation from country teams events, which I've talked about. Uh, For the men, Bruce Gross won Tuesday with 35. It was a four-ball event public holiday on the Thursday. Michael Downs and Ron Popple won with 45 points. Chook uh, Run, Glenn Newton won with a 35, Daylight Saving next week, so Twilight Golf will start. Friday was the Terry White Memorial Stableford event for women and men. Um, Terry passed away about four years ago and his wife Carmel, generous sponsorship to to run the memorial event in uh, remembrance of Terry. Robin Downs won the women's event with 37 points and Luke Wellington won 40 points for the men event. Uh, Grand final day, Robin Downs won again. She's had a good week. Uh, And the men played for the Privilege Cup and bar takings will go through the roof. Michael Downs won the Privilege Cup and C grade with 44 points. A grade, Gary Reese with 42 points and Timmy Balfour won B grade with 37 points. Uh... Big plus there for people who come and had a look at the Hilltop course and made very good comments about the condition that it's in. Uh, They'll be out there today battling for the monthly medal. Over to Merrigan, they had an early start because of the grand final day. Perfect day for golf. (laughs) Exact opposite for the scoring that Bill has reported here. Uh, The... Ambrose, it was, and it was a comfortable win for to- Tommy Laddams and Jeff Parry with 63 and three quarters, two shots ahead of James Campbell and Pink Pregoda. They're playing Stableford there today, and a sad note that they lost one of their uh, valued members. Barry Weber, passed away during the week, so condolences to the uh, Weber family. Barry really enjoyed his golf there at Merrigan. And down at Nagambi they've had a bit of a whack with the weather. So the women's report, there were four brave players around us to It's not a very big field. Anyway, Moz Fowler did really well with 24 points. And Irene Keogh won the nine-hole event with, with 10 points. So that, that's the end of, of all the reports that I've had sent in for the week. I'll just finish. Yeah, disappointing for our region that the country teams event got uh, got washed out. But thanks heaps for everyone who who really tried to uh, get that event and for the all the preparation and the way that it's gone through. So I hope our technology has got us through a golf show, uh, Mark, and we'll see how we go next week.
0: Yeah, we'll have a look at how it sounds later. I'll check it back on the podcast. But all my indications and levels and everything's seem to suggest it came through okay. I
1: know, mate. Thank you very much. No
0: worries, Dave. We'll do it all again next week.
1: Next Level Golf. Take your game to the next level.
0: If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM, Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter. And tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.